Hi, I'm Macaulay Jones. Dick Johnson from DJR Team Penske, and you're on Inside Supercar. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. We've got the, uh, the newest, the hottest uh, team owner in town, and he's up in the hot town. In fact, it's Charlie Schmerkold of Team 18. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Charlie. Thanks very much, Tony and Craig. I don't know about the hottest, but, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, great to chat to you guys. Well, look, it's, it's wonderful to see your team um, and, and earning its merit on pace, earning um, great qualifying speed to be up there and to be posting his results on a consistent basis because you came from uh, Scotty Pye making his first podium. You didn't get to see it in person because Hidden uh, Valley was your first round since the Grand Prix. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So it was really exciting to get, I think, in two weekends, we got three third places, so that, that's pretty amazing out of um, uh, Hidden Valley. But yeah, really proud today, obviously, uh, yesterday, and the whole Darwin experience has been the best for Team 18 by far. That, that's our best weekend, and, and uh, really proud, and, and uh, um, there's more to come. We've, we've, we've got to keep backing it up, though, um, which is the hardest thing to do in supercars. It's... Uh, the best thing about it, there was hard tyres and soft tyres on the first weekend, and uh, of course this weekend it's just all soft, it's on our merit, and uh, it was the great people we've got in the team, really awesome drivers and uh, all the tools to, to go and go racing and uh, keep it going. Indeed. Now one of the things that uh, I think I heard Steve Henderson talking uh, early on in the team this year was that um, because you're such a young team, uh, and you are a relatively young team compared to some of them like Rock and Shaws, et cetera, and DJR, um, that um, the team needed time together. And so this has actually been that, that opportunity for not just doing lots of pit stop practice, but actually being together. Yeah, that's correct. Look, the only, the only thing about COVID that's really assisted us is the bonding of the team. The, the guys live together, eat together, work together, and uh, and play together. So, it's so uh, we are a very young team. You know, as you know, it was a single car team for many years, um, and now it's a two car team. It's, it's a it's a big commitment, a big outlay. Um, but yeah, COVID has certainly bonded the team. Everyone's on the road; they're all together, and uh, and that I think is a, a real strength. Okay, so now you're you're going back home. You live on the Gold Coast, is that right? The Gold Coast, is it? Yeah, correct. Yep. Yes. Yep. And you've got your wife and children there. Yes. That's yep. Correct. And uh, and then you'll be back there for a few days, and then up to Townsville for for two weekends in a row. Yeah, that's right. So I'm really lucky I can get to uh, to go. You know, I I'm thinking that I'll be at all races for the rest of the year, wherever we're going and whatever we're doing. Um, uh, so that's really exciting for me too that I can uh, uh, be the leader, mentor, and and uh, be part of you know uh, bonding the team even further. Yeah. Now I understand that you know Steve will be carrying the load in terms of logistics of working out where and how and all those sort of things. But I imagine there's a fair bit you have to get across as well as a team principal um, for the COVID, the, the, the Northern Territory and the Queensland government, and co- coming up soon, uh, you know, hopefully fingers crossed, and all those things that uh, New South Wales and Bathurst. Yeah. Look, um, they're they're talking lots of chat about finishing up at Bathurst. Uh, there's nothing concrete yet, but. Obviously, we've got a, uh, 
that's our greatest race, and uh, and uh, that that'll happen for sure, being regional New South Wales. So, um, not sure. Obviously, we've got two townsmen. Not sure where we're going exactly after that, but there's there's option A, B, and C. So we'll we'll see where all that happens. Okay. All right. Now, just dealing with uh, first of all, you, you say you've had poles, you've had podiums, uh, and now you know getting that speed on a regular basis. Obviously, going to a new track now, and and uh, I don't know, I can't remember how uh, Mark went last year at uh, Townsville Track. Um, was it particularly good, bad, or indifferent? What, what was the yeah? No, Townsville was. Um the, the one race we were in the ten seven or eight or something. The other race was a disaster because it was wet, right. and and I think he got collected by another driver. He was right up there, and uh, he got collected by another driver. So um, I I think I think we'll go quite well there. Um, we've got to back it up, of course, and and keep building. But um, I think both cars will go well in Townsville and. Uh, yeah, even though Frosty's had lots of fourths now, you know, he just keeps getting fourth. Uh, he'll be the one that'll snag a uh, a win, hopefully. Um, but I don't mind who it is. It's just a team-building process, a building brick by brick and uh, um, and get us up the pit lane order, which is uh, what our goal is, so we can have a, a real good crack at things. Well, in fact, yes, you're sitting in fifth place in the points. You're only uh, 60 points off uh, fourth place, and that certainly would put you uh, well and truly in the very top half of the field. So, you know, you're in front of a couple of Brad Jones team, in front of a Tickford team. So that's something that obviously is a good aim to have. Absolutely, and that's, you know, there is a disadvantage being right at the back of pit lane when we saw on uh, Saturday's race with Frosty leading the race, or this was last weekend, I think, leading the race. And and, uh, unfortunately, when you go in the pits, all these other cars go past you. So you get boxed in and it's hard to get out. So that's the biggest goal. And we've got two good drivers that are very equally matched that can get us up there as a team together. So that's a, a real high priority. Now, uh, Scotty's position in the championship sitting 14th was hurt by those two DNFs early in the season, um, and Mark's only had the one, um, so he's sitting in seventh, and he's only 25 points off fifth place, so that's that's a real aim to have for him as well, I imagine, because that's a position is fifth or better has been his for about the last sort of six, eight years or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, you know, we've obviously we want to finish as high as we possibly can. I think it's realistic that Frosty can probably finish fifth, and and Scotty, if we can get him in the ten, would be an amazing effort. Adelaide was a disaster for him, um, mechanical failure and and no fault of his own, a crash as well. Um, so that's you know a couple of DNFs in uh, Adelaide, and uh, so you know. That's our goal, a fifth and a tenth, and uh, I think would be pretty amazing and uh, and get up the team points as well. So, uh, big challenge. We've got to back it up and and just keep it going and build and build and uh, yeah, it's it's really exciting. Now. Look, it, it's certainly fantastic to see. You know, Mark um, was really uh, not taking a back step at all when Van Gisbergen comes out, and of course the hard man of of uh, V8. I mean, there's there's no one else that anybody thinks when he's on your rear bumper you don't want him there. Um, but it was great to see that the stewards cleared him of any uh, investigation. That was all fine. Um, but I like the fact that he actually, you know, did have a go and that, that he made that place and that and that made it stick. That was fantastic. He really earned it. He, Shane is notorious for blocking, and and uh, uh, they both drove extremely well. They really did, and uh, um, 
yeah, who who knows what would happen if if Frosty got around uh, Shane earlier, but but that wasn't to be. That he really showed his his driving skills and and strength of the car and the team. To, to get past eventually, but uh, that was great television. Great to see uh, that happening for sure. It, um, it's all about comfort levels. You know far better than me. I'm only a person who writes about this stuff and talks about it, but um, it's comfort levels. And now to see both uh, uh, Scotty and Mark both in a comfort level where they're regularly in the top three, four, five, that that's the next level is to make that jump, to, to get to that pole, uh, pole position, but also to take that, that race win. Um, that's That's got to be your, your next objective. I mean, your engineering group, they're coming up with all the right figures for you? Yeah, no, look, it's, it is it is. Everyone is comfortable with each other. Obviously, it's a, you know, we did the single car team. It was a big move for Frosty to come on board in a single car, high risk, but, you know, he got through a full force. And then now we're building to a two-car team, and it's so important that all the engineers – Everyone's working together with the drivers and everything. We're all on the same page, and and that is definitely happening. And uh, if they're not, we fix it straight away. And um, it, it's we can't go racing with it unless it's a really cohesive team. And uh, no, it, it's it really is. Tell me, um, engineering-wise, now you know one of the big things for your team was when you were able to get Phil Key to come on board, and he it obviously suited him to be in that role where it's his, it, it, it's his sort of baby that he can work with. Um, engineering-wise, race engineer for both Mark and Scotty, who are they? So yeah, well, Phil Key came on as technical director, and uh, with COVID, we've had to cull and change things around. So Phil Key is. Scotty Pye's engineer, full race engineer, and um, and and he's actually, you know, so basically Phil stepped right back to his grassroots and uh, settled in and and doing an amazing job. So so Phil's Scotty's engineer, and then Frosty's got Manuel Sanchez, who's yep. uh, an ex GRM engineer, and uh, they're like two peas in the pod as well. They're really on the same page and working well together. So um, yeah, they they've they're both both very comfortable with their engineers and uh, so, yeah, it's sort of it. All right, that's wonderful. We actually had Manuel on the uh, the show uh, earlier this year, which is terrific to have him and he's certainly got a fascinating background history, hasn't he? He has, yeah, incredible, incredible guy from Venezuela and and uh, he, he really is a nice guy and a really good operator and I think he's uh, loving uh, life and team 18 and uh, so yeah it's great and as I said all along it's all about the best possible people you can get and uh, that's what our aim is at team 18 so it's great Alright now um, one of the big things for you of course was that you had that uh, alliance an engineering alliance with Triple Eight uh, um, and that was an important part of the equation buying having two of their cars um, and is that working for you well? Actually it really is Um you know, you've got to get your model in, in supercars, what the best model is and my best model and the way not building all our own stuff and like Walkinshaws and Tickfords, et cetera. I haven't got the resources to do it or the willingness to do that. So the best model for me is to be a customer car, um, getting our cars from a, a customer, which is AAA. And uh, we also get their data and and that has worked really, really well. We couldn't have been where we are without their knowledge and input. And uh, so that's been great. It, it really has. So that's uh, assisted us big time. And uh, and we're racing with them now, which is is our goal. 
All right, wonderful. Well, of course, we know that uh, happy drivers and happy crew, and in your case, um, now you would very much have happy sponsors because that's an important part of the equation. Sponsors who are enjoying the success, enjoying the limelight, and I imagine you're getting that feedback from them. Yes, yeah, certainly are. Look, I race. I'm, I'm, I pride myself on on getting the best sponsors you can, building with these people. And Stanley Black and Decker have got two cars, Earl and Dewalt, and uh, we're building with them. They've been a sponsor for about five years, and and uh, they're thrilled to bits. But some of the people that haven't had much success over the years, you know, Pulsar, Twitter, Forklifts, and Books, and Newlon, and and you just keep building with these people. They're they're incredible. Kenworth Trucks and and uh, all these people that we've got, and Hino, and um, it's it's just fantastic to build with these because you can't go racing without these sponsors, and and uh, they're they're certainly all getting something out of it now, and uh, loads and loads of texts and phone calls last night, and still coming through today, so they're all pretty pumped and and so supportive. All right, now um, the one plan we know is, is happening is, of course, the two towns all back to back, which in itself is, is unique in this uh, COVID uh, climate. Um, so that's fantastic for you in terms of planning for the next two weeks. Um, but um, you don't know the plans yet after that. That'll come down over the first or second weekend in Townsville? Yeah, look, uh, we'll probably know maybe later this week or early next week. I'm not sure. Um Option A, B, and C, as I said earlier, I, I, I'm not sure where we're going to be going. Um, there's certainly some thoughts on it, but, uh, you know, as long as we keep racing, that's the most important thing uh, to get this championship uh, locked and done and, and uh, for all the sponsors and TV and government. So, um, yeah, as soon as we know, that'll be great. But uh, there's a lot of planning going on. Obviously, there's a few hotspots around the country still and, Sydney's tough, Queensland, there's, there's a couple of cases there and stuff burbling away. Melbourne can't go, so we've just got to work out where we can go So uh, and uh, to keep it going. Would you be willing to give me an idea on what your preference would be at, you know, after the second of the Townsville events? Um, just a preference. That's, I'm just getting, wanting to get a feel as a team owner. I'll race anywhere. <laughs> I'll race anywhere at all. I, I Close line, here we come. <laughs> that's it. I don't mind where we race. I really don't. Um, yep. There's speculation out there. I, I really don't mind. Um, um, probably Queensland would be the go for me, I think, because it's it's um, uh, um, uh, hotspot-wise, if that, you know, uh, resolves. Uh, I think that's probably the best. Save travelling too much, and we'll stay in Queensland. Then go with that. That's certainly a good option and uh, one that I'd uh, I'd like to do. But who knows? Just and, and of course, um, there is that possibility that finishing it up after Bathurst, which seems to me, you know, a perfect grand final for the year because it has been a weird year. Why not just do it, you know, and, and get it out of the way, sort of thing. Yeah, correct. No, I totally agree. Bathurst uh, to finish at Bathurst would be, I think, fantastic. It's it's our Indy 500, as we all know, and it's the most amazing place. And and uh, it would be great for TV, great for everyone. And I hope we can get some spectators there, but who knows? 
Indeed. Well, Charlie Schmerkold of Team 18 is fantastic, and I'm so looking forward to uh, seeing your cars on the grid at uh, Townsville for the next two weekends. Um, having been a recent subscriber to uh, Pay TV, and I am very recent, as in two days ago, um, I was able to watch the weekend and enjoy it far more than I had in uh, previous years when we were, had so little free to wear, um, which is one of those interesting things. That's got to come down the chute still about what's happening with the TV for next year. The only thing we do know is that Channel 10 uh, will say their farewell at Bathurst, which is a sad to in itself. Yeah, look, it's a bit sad, but I'm sure someone else will pick it up. It's so important that we've we've got a great partnership with Fox, but um, equally we we certainly need free to wear for for all our sponsors, etc. Um, so I'm sure supercars uh, are doing a good deal at the moment uh, for the next next term, and uh, there's I'm hearing there's some really good chats going on. So looking forward to locking a deal away very very soon. Well, thank you, Charlie Schmerkel, for joining us on Inside Supercars. Craig Rell and Tony Whitlock. Enjoy your last few hours of the heat of Darwin and uh, heading back to uh, the relative coolness of the coast. Yeah, that's it. Yes, thank you very much, Tony and, and Craig, and, uh, and we'll chat soon. Indeed. Thank you, Charlie. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.